Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to this Speaking from Our Hearts podcast episode where today I'm joined by a guest from the UK, a gentleman by the name of Mr. Alex Petty. Alex, a very warm welcome to you. Good morning to you, Paul. Very good to be on the call this morning. And uh, one of the things that uh, we're going to be talking about today, Alex, something very close to your heart, I know, is um, what most people might understand as um, goal setting, but what you choose to uh, call goal achieving. So maybe a good starting point is why the why the goal achieving as opposed to goal setting. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Um, it's it's sort of something that's come to me over quite a period of time that we've all spent many many years goal planning, goal setting, um, and it's always setting you know something in the future. And you know we talk about uh, New Year's resolutions. And then you see lots of things on social media saying that you haven't done your uh, New Year's resolutions. And many people I speak to, uh, yeah, New Year's resolutions, you know, I made one not to make a New Year's resolution this year and things like that. And there's lots of planning going on, you know, and there's even groups of planning uh, where we have, um, you know, people coming up with all the things they're going to achieve in the year. And for some people, it really works. But... From my personal experience, uh, I would say that quite a large majority of people who plan goals do not actually achieve them. And what I wanted to do is put that on its head and talk about goal achievement, goal achieving, so that we're coming at it from a different point of view. So it's a mindset change, because if you keep doing the same old, same old, you're just going to get the same old results. So let's change the mindset to goal achievement. So where people are actually thinking, you know, I've actually achieved this. I'm sitting here looking back on my year and look at all the great things I've achieved. So they still get that sense of, you know, there's things um, that they've done, but it's actually going back, which is easier to pull uh, something towards you than it is to push. So it's the uh, old thing of if you get a a piece of string and you lay it out in front of you and you try and push it away, it's just going to bunch up. So it's hard work to try and get the, the uh, string to the other side of the table. If you conversely um, lay the string out, go around the other side of the table and pull it towards you, it'll follow neatly in a straight line. So it's that sort of mindset change where it's understanding where you want to be, in inverted commas, are now if you like, so thinking in the envisioned future and then looking back at what you need to do to bring it, you know, to succession or to success. Mm, okay. Um, listening to you speak there, Alex, it brought back uh, memories of um, something I um, studied oh, a good few years ago now with a, with, um, a guy called um, Derek Rydell from, from the States, from California. 
and with his emergence philosophy, and there were seven stages of his, um, what he called his seven rules of right action. So let's see if the old grey matter serves me now. Blimey, this has been a long time. I might, I might, <laughs> I might set a goal around um, creating a better memory. Um, how's that for a limited belief? <laughs> a better memory, which denotes I haven't got a good memory. Yeah. But anyway, here goes. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Um, so well, you've got a better memory. So you know you have a great memory, Paul. I know that, and this is why I'm going to recite the seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, the seven rules of right action. One, have a clear vision. Two, act like your vision is true. Three, act according to your highest beliefs. Four, act from where you want to be, not from where you are. Five, act from who you want to be, not from how you feel. Six, act without concern for the results. Seven, act from the stillness. How does that resonate with you, Alex, in terms of, um, you know, your focus of goal achieving rather than goal setting? Certainly uh, quite a few of the components there are definitely totally in line with my uh, my thoughts uh, in terms of being in that future position, that envisioned future. Um, you know, it, it, yeah, I think it really does, um, you know, provide a good solid basis to put this philosophy around. Um, you know, and I think there's other things like people may have heard of IVVM, idealization, visualization, verbalization, materialization. And I suppose that's sort of the fundamental underlying of my goal achievement is if you can idealize what that goal is. So it might be, um, let's pick the ubiquitous uh, red mini. Um, I'm thinking of an old fashioned one. But if you can see yourself uh, sitting in that mini, uh, you can smell, you know, the old car. You can smell, um, you know, the leather, the upholstery. You can smell the air around you. Uh, you can feel the car. You can touch it. You know, with the engine running, you can hear it. Maybe you've got uh, a radio going. You know, it's going to give all your senses that feeling that you're actually there, that you're actually in that mini. Now, if you could, for instance, go into a showroom and carry out that exercise, when you walk out, you know what exactly what it's like to have that mini. So it's easier to work towards pulling the results that will give you that mini than trying to just imagine it out of thin air. So a lot of this is sort of still practical and pragmatic, you know, with my engineer's hat on, um, because there's ways of actually having the goal before you actually have it, if you know what I mean. Um, so, yeah, so it's it's... It's about being in the achievement mode. Yeah, got you. So if I was to, let me play devil's advocate, Alex, and say to you, well, why do we even need goals anyway? That's a very good question. Why do we need goals? Hmm. You know, there are some uh, who say that, you know, our next thing in life and everything that comes to us will be provided for us. And I talk about opportunities being all around us. So sometimes, you know, the universe will give us opportunities, but I think you actually need to reach out and take those opportunities. So every opportunity that we want, I think, is backed by a goal in our minds of where we want to be, who we want to be, how we want to be. And I think, to me, a goal is a definition and if you like, a coming together of what it is we actually want to achieve in life. 
Yeah, I uh, and that brings in very nicely, Alex, my own take upon this, uh, which, I mean, we've spoke about this off here slightly. Um, I don't buy into goals as such. What I buy into is very strong intention setting. And it's kind of embracing what Rydell spoke about, you know, focusing, acting as if it's true, embracing it. Your mini scenario, if you like, smelling the leather seats, you know, the Motorola radio, um, you know, whatever that may be acting as if it's true, it's there, you know, embracing that as part of your current energy, your present energy and attracting, you know, that reinforcement of what, what's going to unfold and what is unfolding. So for me, Alex, and one of the things that uh, I found personally and from speaking to a lot of people as well is the disappointment that can often go with goal setting or, you know, well, let's call it goal setting because there's that very, very burdened height of expectation that goes with that. And then invariably, you know, life gets in the way or, or, or whatever. And that goal's not achieved, particularly on the bigger goals, you know, the quarterly, the annual goals, the, the three-year, the five-year plan and all that kind of thing. Um, and if these goals are not achieved, it's, um, you know, we get very uh, dispirited, very uh, disillusioned, uh, and demotivated, don't we? So I prefer the the massive flexibility of um, setting a strong intention, but taking the action. And that's the key word, not just sitting there and waiting for the pot of gold to drop on your lap from the sky, because as we know, that ain't going to happen. Um, so taking that committed action. But what that does for me, Alex, it gives that flexibility um, which kind of um, then deflects disappointment. It alleviates disappointment because I'm not rigidly attached to the outcome. How does that sound? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, yeah, I mean, yes, Paul, it, uh, I like the idea of the flexibility. And I think the skill comes within the goal achievement, the goal setting, you know, what actually is that goal? And if the goal is I suppose for some people, you know, and again, this comes back to my experience, some people can imagine a particular item or feeling or holiday or sensation, and they're absolutely 100% in the position that that's what they'll have. And in a year's time, they actually have had that holiday, that item, whatever it is. And others, it's more, as you say, an intention, it's more flexible. Uh, so... One of my goals a few years ago was to go to a country called Iceland. Now, I didn't set a goal, I'm going to go to such and such a hotel, I'm going to eat such and such a food. You know, it was generic enough that uh, we were going to go to Iceland. Now, I hadn't worked out whether we were flying, whether we were going on a cruise, but that was my, my overall goal. And I think it's a, it's a good mix between... A, the clear vision of what it is you're going to have versus the flexibility to still be happy, I suppose is the best word with it, and satisfied and pleased with what you do achieve. I suppose, you know, again, everyone's different. Um, you know, we talk about weekly goal setting, you know, the targets for the week, you know, what you're going to achieve this week. You know, so I was talking to a client last Monday, you know, what are the sales targets you're going to achieve? And that person said, well, I want to achieve uh, picking up another uh, long-term client. And interestingly enough, we worked on the goal so that it was, the goal was to actually get the process and the mechanisms in place to win clients. 
And that client of mine has actually got two clients, not just one. Whereas if the goal had been so rigid as like, I want one client, the danger is the person would have stopped once they've got their one client, rather than opening the opportunity to get more clients through the process. So I think the goal itself is one of the, well, I would say is the most important aspect, you know, is how do you define that goal? So I don't know about you, Paul, but for me, if I set 100% or if I achieve 100% of the goals I set for each day, I'm actually disappointed because I think I should have set something else. If I achieve 85 to 90% of my goals, then I'm actually happy because I feel that I've actually been stretching myself. But that's just my personal opinion. So I think one of the things that is important for people to realize is they're your goals, they're your achievements, they're your aspirations, they're the things that make you happy, satisfied, um, provide you with the wherewithal in your life. And the key part that we play, you know, I play as a coach and coaches play, is helping people get an understanding, a clear vision of what that goal is to that person. Yeah, and I think that's the key thing, isn't it? Because as you quite rightly say, Alex, you know, in terms of whether we buy into the philosophy of goal setting, goal achieving or intention setting, you know, that's very, very much a personal style. Um, and There's no right or wrong on that. It's what works for us as individuals. But I think what is key, and it brings in the question of wording, you touched upon that previously, you know, the power of words, you know, the language we tell ourselves, what kind of energy are we attaching to those words when we tell ourselves of um Okay, so let me go for two very contrasting examples here. So, yep, I'm really, really going to set strong intentions. I'm going to take the real positive action, and I am committed to making and achieving these goals, as opposed to, well, it would be really nice, I suppose, if maybe I could get one of these things, but I don't know. We'll see what happens, I suppose, you see there's that whole difference of that, you know, that ownership of language, of words and the energy that goes with it. And that's so crucial as well. So, you know, I'm a massive advocate and, and, and believer of the power of our words and how they serve us. And notice I said, Alex, how they serve us. We don't oh, yeah. serve them. Very much so, Paul. It's um, something I advocate is actually taking some time to think of your wording. Uh, people who know me, um, so, you know, someone said, someone said to me uh, last week, God, I was thinking about you last week. Even when you're not there, I can hear the damn man, you know. And it's um, when people say, I'll try. I have a saying, do or don't do, tries are for rugby. Mm. You know, if you're properly committed to doing something, um, then, you know, it will happen. And this is why, you know, because we've used goal planning, goal setting, all these sort of future setting words, that's why I wanted to turn it around and work on goal achievement and achievement of your aims and desires. You know, so you can actually position yourself and being there. You know, it's just not a radical thing, but it's just that little bit within inside us where we positive talk. And I know in the groups and discussions that we've had before, Paul, that you know, there's a very much a positive energy um, and a positive talk and. You know, the whole sort of gambit of what we do is about being positive. And I think if you come at something at the right angle, you know, whereas, yes, I'm going to do this, and yes, I've done it, and it's like I'm supposed I'm taking it the one step further in the mindset, 
where it's you're envisaging, envisaging, if I can say that, um, that you're already there and then it's easier to get it towards you. So again, the power of the words is absolutely crucial. And that brings in the F word, doesn't it? Faith. You know, when we when we uh, when we look into the into the future, of this, as you say, um, you know, it's already happening. Um, there's that le- big leap of faith there, isn't there? Which I know from the conversations I've had with many people, it's like, oh, Paul, maybe that just be a step too far because we're bringing in that whole believe to see or see to believe approach to life, aren't we? Yeah. Well, it's like the. Um I think you know, it's doing the rounds on social media, which is uh, a whole village where we're in drought, um, were praying for rain. And they said, today we're going to meet in the central square in the marketplace and we're all going to pray for rain. And they all turned up and they prayed for rain. And one little boy turned up with an umbrella. Now that's faith. Mm. Um, you know, it's whether it's a spiritual faith, whether it's religious faith, you know, the word faith is a belief to me. Um, and it's the belief in what we do, in others, in, in the universe. Well, however you see it, that word faith is, you know, the foundation of belief that something is, will be, you know, and will happen or has happened. Yeah, yeah. It's and, and interesting, Alex, the, you know, the word belief there. I mean, yet again, you know, I don't know about you, from a sort of coaching or a mentoring perspective, you know, p- people invariably are looking for the quick fixes. They don't want the war and peace. They don't want the philosophy. It's that quick, get me away from pain. You know, give me that quick answer. And of course, it's never as simple as that. But what I've learned over the years is that beliefs are, you know, if not top of the list in terms of priority, of giving somebody, you know, an insight as to, you know, what is, what's the uh, the answer to the, the challenges, if you like, beliefs mm-hmm. are, wow. I mean, are they sort of, you know, if not top of the league, then they're certainly way up there with the best of them, aren't they? Very much so, Paul. I mean, I would um, counter it slightly with, you know, saying just because we believe things aren't necessarily easy, sometimes it is easier just believing uh, you know, it's when that, um, you know, you're standing on the edge of a, a, a stream and there's uh, some stepping stones across. And if you don't believe you can do it, guess what? You're going to probably fall in. Whereas just as simple as, yeah, I can do this. I've got this. And you just walk straight across. You know, it's that um, picture from uh, New York, I think it's 1920s or something like that, where there's the... Um, the guys having lunch, the riggers having lunch on that beam. Yeah. Um, that photograph, you know, the belief that those guys have of just like walking across, you know, they don't give it a second thought, you know, other than to work. You know, we might call it carefully, but they just work studiously on staying upright and not falling off. Um, you know, it's that belief in, in that's how it works. Because if I got you to walk a, across a line that was six inches wide, you know, if I laid a, a sheet that was maybe five millimetres thick and 150 millimetres wide, and I just laid it out over a 10-foot length, you could probably walk down that quite clearly, you know, quite happily. If I suddenly put something like that now sort of 25 foot in the air, things get scary because the implications of what comes around us. And I think what destroys um, people's ability to achieve goals and inspirations and um, what their intentions is that there's all the scary stuff around that we allow to distract us from what we're looking to do. 
you know, you see it in suspense, you know, in movies where um, I actually saw uh, 10 Minutes of Goldfinger yesterday with James Bond was padlocked to uh, uh, the bomb. I don't know if you know the film. And <laughs> the, the baddies coming to, to get him and he manages to get the keys and unlock himself from the handcuffs that he's on. Now, he could have panicked and gone, oh, my God, oh, my God, this guy's going to get me. Or he could have done what he actually did, which was to concentrate on getting the keys so he could free himself before the baddie got to him. And I think sometimes we take our eye off the ball of the goal we want to achieve because there's these other distractions that put us off. And it's, Ken, it's coming back to that, knowing that you've got that goal, that it's actually already yours, you just need to take it, um, will keep people focused. Yeah, and I think that, you know, the other thing, Alex, within that, um, and the reason I offered that, um, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of, um, that caveat, if you like, you know, the one that you challenged is, I think it's very easy for us as coaches to just assume um, that we can inspire because that's a reflection, that's a projection of our world. But, you know, we're going back to that see to believe, believe to see kind of polarisation where I think it's fair to say at the risk of generalising that, you know, the vast majority of the world live in that. Uh, they need to see it first mm -hmm. before they believe it. And I think we have to be very mindful of that. You know, there's that fine balance to be had, isn't there, between, you know, inspiring people. In mm -hmm. fact, let's, you know, let's kind of decoach it, if you like, if there's even such a word. And just think about how we're talking to our family, our friends, people in the, you know, in the supermarket just generally because first and yeah. foremost we you know we're, we are people we're human beings uh with that you know that ability to communicate so you know within that alex i think it's that question of empathy of where is that person's world at you know what language we're back to this language and words again and the energy you know what will they understand you know the art of communication am i reaching this person am i inspiring them with an appropriate use of language which at times may not fully re reflect my own stance but that's about you know it needs to be about other people to help them along doesn't it rather than as i say that projection of where my world's at well you know i've done this so you can do it Ooh, yeah. really is that the oh, okay but i see that from both sides where you get some character styles where they don't have a strong belief self-belief and self-worth Therefore, when they can do something, their assumption is that everybody can do it because it must be easy because they can do it. So it's not from a point of arrogance. It's actually from a point of um, not fear, but, um, you know, and self-loathing is probably too strong. But some people are, you know, they don't view their self-worth or their self-belief. So because they can do it, they assume others. And it actually causes a rift because they don't necessarily explain something. They might get annoyed or seem irritated when the other person doesn't get it. But it's because they think, well, if I know it, I'm not very clever, so surely you know it. And it's interesting looking at the different character styles from your you know, total arrogance, where it's like, well, you should know it, versus those people who believe you should know it because they don't consider themselves to be that clever. And so the nuances of how that actually works across society is very interesting to observe. And, you know, you're quite right, Paul. It's how we language, how we work with people, you know, and, to, and how you work with friends, how you support friends and people you care for as well to 
help them think about the wording they're using, think about their own self-beliefs, but also to try and understand them and where they're coming from. You know, so it's that person that cut you up on the, uh, you know, the traffic lights this morning. You know, what you don't realise is that, um, you know, their loved ones in hospital and they're rushing to get there and all they can see is being by that person's bedside, you know, and versus the other one who's just an arrogant SOB who's more than happy on trampling everybody because that's what they do every morning and that's how they see their lives as being. You know, that's how they value their life as being on top of others. So it's very difficult to look from an external into somebody and actually see, you know, what's the baggage or where they're coming from, Paul. And I think, um, you know, it's, it's very easy to judge uh, and less easy to actually help people get to the nub of where they are as well. So it's, you know, it's one of the things that I think is key to work on with somebody when goal achievement is actually when they see that they can have it, they then can believe that they can have it. And it's just combining those two. So I think what this conversation's actually proved, Alex, within, you know, what is it? I don't know, 20, 25 minutes, whatever it is. Already it's proved that the, you know, the simplicity of something, whether it's intention setting, whether it's goal setting, goal achieving, is actually... You know, quite a it's quite a rich myriad of of considerations. Right. So I suppose my um, you know to bring this to a uh, and we obviously there's there's a million and other things and another uh, million tangents, Alex, that we could fly off under uh, under this banner of you know of goals. So I think mm. now to sort of bring it towards some focus and some close some kind of closure. The simplicity, Alex, because that's obviously the uh, you know the business that uh, we deal in. But the simplicity of communicating and inspiring to people. So, okay, Alex, whether it's goal achieving, whether it's goal setting, how how can you know how can we achieve our goals? Well, in, in terms of um, the mechanism, anything at all to help me. You know, I've heard this word. You know. Let me play devil's advocate, uh, Alex, as, as a listener. Um, yeah, okay, you've had this kind of debate, you two guys, about, you know, whether it's achieving, you know, you're using all these words, blah, blah, blah. Great, interesting. However, what I want from you two guys, tell me how, you know, any way at all, whether it's the mechanics, the whatever it is, how can okay, I? Well, here's a, here's a thought, a start, no, starter for 10. Um, if you write out so the goal that you want or the thing that you want or the you know the whether it be a thing whether it be a feeling whatever it is I think it's write it out in a point where it becomes a clear vision you know if it is you know that you want a new car go along to the showroom you know the salesman doesn't need to know that you're not buying it today but spend some time working on it. You know, if you want to go on holiday in a nice place, get some pictures of that nice place. You know, and just just made me suddenly think. You know, one of my uh, clients was her aspirations was to go to the Maldives. She said, "I'll never be able to afford that." We got her to actually go online and see how much it would cost, and she went, "Oh, that's not as much as I thought it would be," because she just thought it'd be tens of thousands. And so the following year, she went. So I think sometimes it's Take some effort or make some effort to actually go and find out the details of what it is that you want to achieve and what's behind it. Um, so we put the self-limiting beliefs of we can't achieve something. Well, guess what? If you go and find out what it is, 
that often you know is the catalyst to making it happen and then write it down and then work backwards towards where you are now of the things that you need to do the steps that you need to take the person you may need to be the growth that you may need to take on board the learnings um so again it's coming back from being in the position where you feel you've already achieved that goal looking back and taking looking at the steps and building those steps into your plan because it is it's always a plan whatever it is whether it's looking backwards at it or looking forwards at it or even sideways yeah i like that alex and i think that's a very simple and effective way of bringing things to a close because what that does there i mean that en- encapsulates uh covey's covey's second stephen covey's second habit doesn't it begin with the end in mind and just to reinforce Derek rydell's first rule of right action have a yep. clear vision yeah you know it's the same with any journey isn't it where are where we're heading where do we want to go here you know we wouldn't jump in our car and just think right okay i'm in the midlands um in the uk and then i'm going to i don't know scotland well we might do if we've been that journey before um but if we was doing it you know for the first time as you say there's that route map there's that plan we need to be organized and and setting goals really uh, or you know, goal achieving or setting intentions. There, yeah, there, there, there's there's that sort of uh, there's that guide of how we're going to get there, isn't there? Yeah, and one of the things I'm looking to do this year is actually start an online group uh, to actually um, give mm. people the opportunity. You know, especially with uh, uh, people in diverse uh, divergent locations, is to actually get a small group going where I can. Uh, help motivate and inspire people to uh, achieve the goals that they're aiming for. So how can people get in touch with you then, Alex? How can they find out more about uh, who you are and what you do? Um, Well, you can go um, uh, alexpetty.biz website and there's a contact page on there or uh, email me direct at alex at alexpetty.biz. Super. Thank you very much. So there we have it, listeners. Um, Goal achieving, not goal setting. And, um, yeah, all that remains now is for me to say, remember, no matter what you do in life, always walk your path with heart. Heart, helping everyone achieve results towards success.